Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of Thoughts with Peaches, my S-E-X episode. Those of you who know me in a social setting know this is probably one of my favorite subjects to talk about, because I'm a very open-ended person, we'll say, we'll leave it like that. And there's so much to go into and so much to explore that after discussing with a panel of judges how the episodes should go, we're going to do this as a series. We're going to set it up a lot like a college course, and this will be Sex 101. Basically, my general thoughts and ideas about sex and what it means, how it's defined, where you start, how you finish, and things like that. And in the coming episodes, it's not going to be a sequential series. I'm going to do something else next week, maybe. Or I may just do every week to get it out of the system, but who knows how many weeks that will be. But we're going to start with the basics today. So, sex can be taken as a noun or a verb. We're going to talk about the verb part, the action, the activity, all that encompasses that for the most part. Um, We're going to avoid getting into a lot of super deep, hyper detailed stuff because I want to save that for some of the other episodes in the series when I'm able to get into real detail about specific elements of how we break down sex as individuals, as couples would do it, as a community and a world overall because there's different levels to this so we understand better how we make ourselves feel good and how we make others feel even better um one of the most important things about me having this conversation is i have a very unique point of view so to speak and a lot of you listening who may not know me on this level or have had these type of conversations with me we're going to learn a lot about where my head is at when it comes to the topic of sex and you may agree you may disagree leave me a comment send me a dm or something and let me know what you think because that's paul this is is a dialogue conversation and a quick glimpse into the head of a maniac um with that being said I'm going to put on some nice music and relax and prepare to get you in the mood to talk about sex today. Okay, we're going to take this back to high school for a minute and let's talk about the actual act of having sex. Now, in my opinion as it is my podcast and my thoughts. In my opinion, sex is defined as any activity in which you are intimately engaging with someone else's private parts. Private parts being tits, ass, dick, vagina, whatever can make someone feel warm and tingly in their nether bits with consent. That is very important. Always make sure it is fully consensual. Um, we are not here to promote anybody just taking advantage of somebody, whether it be by force, if they're intoxicated and stuff like that, that's not cute. Don't do that. Anyway, so if you put your mouth on somebody's no-no parts, it's sex. If they put their mouth on yours, it's sex. If you put their hands there, it is sex. Okay. So don't try to say we didn't have sex. We just, no, you had sex. It's anal sex, oral sex, manual sex. It's some form of sexual activity when you have relieved somebody's um, tension 
through one of those private areas. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. We're all human beings. We all have carnal physical needs that need to be met at some point. And a lot of times people are put in situations where they're made to either feel ashamed or they feel weird because of social, cultural, or religious doctrines they've been taught to make them feel like there is either something wrong with them for their sexual desires or that they need to adhere to certain sexual behaviors to be accepted in society. As long as it's between two consenting adults and you have a safe word, go for it. Don't hold yourself back because other people may judge you or what they may think. Unless you're fucking them or they're fucking you, it's none of their business to be perfectly honest. And make sure you enjoy yourself. It should be fun. It should be a fun, pleasant experience. Unless you're trying to make a baby and you're on a schedule and you have like rules and procedures to make sure it gets done have fun with it be adventurous be as safe as you can but make an informed decision about your behaviors because nobody is here to technically police your behaviors but just make sure you know what you're getting into because a lot of things that can happen in both heterosexual and homosexual relationships in heterosexual relationships you have to worry about pregnancies which are a whole separate can of worms But you can still do things to make it a fun experience for both parties. With heterosexual and homosexual relationships, there is the worry of STDs, STIs, AIDS, and things like that. And you take the precautions you need to take. If you choose not to, or as they say, accidents happen, just be mindful of there could be complications and things to come. And you have to live with that as an adult because of the decision you made. And you can't blame that on anybody else if you made the choice. If the other person was not given the choice or the option, that's not really fair to them. So the other part is, please make sure you are honest with your partner about what you're going to do or what you plan on doing. And make sure they are an active participant in choosing what kind of sex and how far the sex will go. Because you don't want to be in a situation where someone dead to you because you took things too far or not far enough. No one ever wants to leave a sexual experience with um, a bad taste in their mouth, so to speak. Or literally a bad taste in your mouth. You never know. Um, We'll get into some more of that in the next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're going to stick to the basics with this one, and there will be more episodes to come with more juicy stuff, but we're going to start at the beginning. Know thyself so you can tell others how to make you feel good. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about masturbation and self-pleasure. Some people feel like this is gross or weird and things like that, but in my personal experience, you have to learn what you like before you can expect somebody else to be able to provide it. So, that means know how everything looks, feels, what feels good, what feels bad, what feels weird, and what feels, most of all, uncomfortable, because that can ruin any sexual experience, and kind of turn you off to things that you could have explored further had you explored further. Now, for men and women, 
don't be afraid don't let gender norms or society tell you what you are allowed and not allowed to do it for yourself go ahead explore look around feel around see how things work and by things i mean everything leave yourself as an open book to explore yourself sexually because it's just you you don't have to let other people do the things you do to yourself unless you want to but you should at least know what you like so that if you decide you're with somebody you do trust you can give them a little bit more of a limit to run to get you to where you need to be so for example a lot of times when we're kids we learn the basics so if you're a boy you touch yourself that one time and realize oh my god it's not a Vienna sausage anymore it's almost a ballpark frank and then you try to figure out what to do with that that's perfectly okay don't let me anybody tell you otherwise sure once your mother washed your sheets a couple of times she realized what was going on girls that one time the shower water hit you down there just the right angle when you felt a little twi- tinge go in the bedroom lay down let your hand figure out what's down there how everything works and stuff like that make sure you lock your bedroom door that's probably the last thing anyone would ever want their parents walking into as you get older we learn from people around us about other things people have had other experiences done other things stuff like that a lot of us watch porn if you say you don't i would guarantee you're probably lying you've watched at least one porn in your day and then tried to figure out how you could do that on your own or used it in your personal motivation for night night time now something that's a little touchy of a subject is when people talk about going through the back door now most people's first experience with that is usually with another person me personally i would advise if it's something you're interested in add it to your self-pleasure routine to explore and see how that area works as well so that when it does happen you're prepared because the last thing you want to do is give someone too much control over your body and the sexual experience unless you're into that and most people who are into that have explored themselves and know what they like and what they don't like a lot better than most people now personally i would advise toys and things of that nature to assist because obviously you do want to pleasure yourself but a lot it's also a learning experience so you can figure out what feels good and what feels bad so when you're with somebody else you can guide them and sometimes your hand is not enough now we've all heard the jokes about people using vegetables and produce I am not an advocate of that. I prefer to keep my food as pure as possible until I'm ready to consume it. With that being said, always make sure you take care of your toys and things of that nature because you want them to work for you and in you without causing you any undue harm or any complications or things like that. So make sure you wash them before and after usage and things of that nature. And if you want to be on the really safe side, to be perfectly honest, unless you have a medical condition or something, try to use a condom or some sort of protective barrier when you use a toy. It actually helps preserve their quality and keeps your insides safe and clean and things of that nature. Clean is very important because you don't want to clean up your own mess. It's not fun. You don't want to make a mess on other people. But we will get to that in the next segment.
Okay, now that we've gotten to know ourselves a little bit better, let's talk about preparations for when we are going to be with someone else. Now, depending on what you're interested in or what you've learned that you like or what you're going to do, your preparations may be a little different and have a little bit more complications or steps involved to make sure you have a wonderful, pleasant experience. Now, first of all, let's start with PrEP. Yes, PrEP is actually a pill. It is a treatment that you can take every day. Most insurance is covered. You can get it for free depending on your situation that will help protect you from HIV and AIDS along with other safer sex practices. Now, choices. You can choose to take PrEP. You can choose not to take PrEP even if you are using condoms or a lot of people choose to take PrEP and prefer not to use any sort of additional prophylactic and thing of that nature as well which again you have a right to choose just make sure it's an informed decision and your partner is aware of your circumstances status etc and so forth additionally for our straight listeners please make sure you discuss the potential of birthing a child regardless of whether you choose to use protection or not just in case because you know accidents happen so make sure there's some sort of birth control measure or an acknowledgement of what can potentially happen be it having the um plan b pill available immediately or discuss all of the things that are possible and knowing the regulations of your particular state region or whatever as far as it goes with um the taboo subject of abortion to a certain extent depending on where you're from and what you believe now obviously the basics please make sure you shower and are properly prepared hygienically for sex unless that's what you're into which not my ministry my sense of smell is entirely too sensitive and um, a lot of my encounters do with butt stuff and nobody really likes that smell except for none that's a whole separate conversation anyway So make sure you're showered and ready to go. Um, Make sure you know your whole situation as far as if you have any bruises, bumps, cuts, rumps, rumps, whatever. So you are prepared to enjoy the experience and not have it be uncomfortable because maybe you cut your somewhere down there shaving and preparing. Um, Yeah, as I said before, if it's not very clear. I am a homosexual male who participates in anal sex. So my preparation is a little bit more complicated because I personally prefer to go the clean pipes route when it comes to my encounters. So I do um, flush out my insides with a douche or an enema before I prepare for receptive anal sex, aka bottoming. Now, that process is a little bit more personal for each individual as far as what you feel is appropriate and the apparatus you use i have a lovely little silicone bowl that i use warm water and make sure that everything flushes out clean because no one wants um painted sheets vocabulary word painting when you have anal sex and pull out and there is residual fecal matter on the penis learn something Some people prefer the natural method because they don't like or feel comfortable with douching. They use things like Pure for Men, which is a fiber supplement that is supposed to keep your insides good and on track so that everything else stays good and on track. But like I said, it's all about preparation. Please make sure you have towels or a rag or something prepared just in case because you never know what may happen. Um, 
ladies and gentlemen of the heterosexual persuasion, depending on your indulgences, that may not be a step you require because some of y'all don't like butt stuff. Who knows? Just be prepared just in case if that's something you're interested in because no one likes any surprises and um, the crunch and munch issue, which some people have because they don't pay attention to their booty holes. Now, when you are engaging in different things, you'll need different preparation. We'll go into a little bit more detail about kinks and fetishes in another episode, but that was the basics. Wash your ass, clean your pipes if you need to, make sure you're prepared with prophylactics or whatever precautionary measures you need to take, and go ahead and dive in. Okay, now that we're all prepared, washed, raring to go, hit it. No, don't actually hit it unless you're into that. That's another topic we'll discuss in another episode. But go ahead, have your sex, have a good time, take your time, do not rush the process. There's no need to be jamming stuff in holes or being real aggressive unless that's what you're into. Make sure you enjoy the experience, savor it, let yourself feel, smell, and taste everything that's going on because you're supposed to be enjoying yourself. There's supposed to be a connection that may lead to more activities outside of sex. It may lead to just more sex. It may just lead to an Uber ride home. It all depends on your situation, but make sure you have a good time. Make sure that you're in a comfortable environment and somewhere where you feel at ease opening up to someone, literally and figuratively. Some people like their privacy of their own home. Some people like the privacy of someone else's home. Some people like hotels. Some people like stuff in public. We'll talk about that in another episode as well. But make sure you're in a comfortable environment where you can relax and let go because if you're not relaxed, well, things won't open up, loosen up, and um, stiffen up for you to have a good time with whomever you're with. Once you're in the middle of it, just go with the flow of it. Don't try to force anything you're not a scripted adult entertainer in a studio film with someone telling you where to put your leg or how to angle your ass so everything looks good you're just a person enjoying engaging in an adult activity with another consenting adult have a good time just let it go let loose within bounds of what you feel comfortable with and climax um That's about all you can hope for, for the most part, unless you're trying to achieve other goals like pregnancy or like tantric sex and all these other complicated things that I don't have time to talk about on today's episode. But make sure you have a good time. Make sure your partner has a good time if you really care. If not, send them along their merry way. Give them a coupon code for Uber, Lyft, whatever they're doing. Give them a Metro card to send them along their merry way if you live in New York Um, or don't. Just tell them to get out. You have breakfast to make. You have things to do. You may have somebody else coming over because you're an insatiable sex pig. But there's nothing wrong with that. Do not be ashamed of what you enjoy. Just be responsible and make informed decisions about what you're doing. Don't let anybody pressure you into crossing a line that you're not willing to or ready to cross. 
make sure you communicate through the process. If something doesn't feel right, let your partner know. If something does feel right, definitely let your partner know so they can keep doing it. If you need to change positions or just take a break, trust your body to tell you when something doesn't feel right and make sure you communicate that to your partner because unless they're a telepath, they can't read minds. So they don't know what feels good to you unless you tell them in some way, shape or form. Sometimes it may be so good you can't formulate words. Just make a sound of pleasure or ecstasy so they know they're doing things right or don't. Some of us just quietly enjoy whatever our um, position dictates in the situation. Um, Straight people, I don't really think you have the position issue. Gay people, you know what I'm talking about. But with that being said, that wraps up our episode of Sex 101. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you learned or opened your mind to some things. We will talk about so many more details about this topic in upcoming episodes. Now get ready for Peach's Pit. This Peach Pit goes out to all the people trying to rush the process for reopening because they want to get back to our normal lives and business as usual. Unfortunately, our lives will no longer be the normal we were used to. It will no longer be business as usual as we know it. There's going to be new things we have to do and be prepared for that are going to change all of our lives and how we interact and engage with each other on every level. From hanging out with our friends to interacting on public transportation if you live somewhere where public transportation is a primary means for people to get around, how we grocery shop, how we do everything in our lives. Especially impacted is the industry I work in, which is hospitality, nightlife, and restaurants. Businesses have to figure out how to operate and deal with public safety concerns as far as people being able to have a good time and enjoy hospitality environments with this new renewed concern about public safety and public health, not spreading COVID-19, proper and sanitary procedures for handling things and stuff like that. It's going to be a whole different procedure because until we wrap our head around all this and social distancing is going to be our everyday life. And a lot of these businesses rely on volume and pushing their capacity to make money, but that's not going to be possible in the immediate future because we don't know what we need to be doing. People want to rush the process without a plan because they're home bored or those of you who have kids are tired of your children. You shouldn't have had them if that's the case, just my opinion. And we need to make sure that we're thinking about the greater good overall because just because you're bored, you need something to do, you want a haircut, you want your nails done, you want to go sit on the beach, is that really enough to put the greater community's lives at risk and in danger because of your individual wants and needs. And most of it's not needs. You don't need to get your nails done. You don't need to get your hair cut right now. You can stay at home and go natural for a little bit. You can let your acrylics grow out. No, it's not bothering nobody. We need to collectively come together and understand we need to do what's best for all of us and not just some of us. 
And for those of you who are going out and posting this stuff on social media and things like that, at least if you're going to take a picture, please make sure you're taking a picture showing that you're following proper precautions and protocols and procedures for what you're supposed to be doing when you do go out in public because all you're doing is stirring the pot when you're out in mass groups, not wearing masks, not adhering to social distancing because whether you agree with it or believe in it or not, you're not the only person in the world that has to live through this. There are other people and you're making it tough for all the rest of us because you want to be selfish. This is not the time to be selfish. We need to deal with this collectively as a whole so we can all get through this together. This has been another episode of Thoughts of Peaches. Make sure you leave a comment, send me a DM, something. Let me know what you think, how you're feeling, etc. and so forth. It's been a lovely time talking to you. Bye-bye.